to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of confidence, motivation, and inspiration in the midst of adversity. In every segment, we will discuss faith, life's obstacles that try to get in our way, and how we can maintain our resilience with God and a whole lot of coffee. I am Reese, your host. Grab a mug of your choice and come on in. Hey guys, and welcome back to God, Coffee, and Resilience. Um, Before you say anything, yes, I have a day where I batch content. And so you guys may see me in the same um, outfit multiple times, and that's why. It's different when you're not doing just audio because, of course, when you do that, people can't see you. But now I'm doing video, and I just chose to do these three little episodes in video because just getting used to being on camera, you know? Um, But yeah, so I'm glad that you guys are back. First of all, welcome. Subscribe. Don't forget to comment um, after you hear this episode. If this is your first time listening, if not, just interact with me across social media and tell me what you got from this episode, what you got from the last episode. Um, I was so thankful to be able to check in with you guys because um, it had been a while. And, um, sis had been through a lot. My whole life changed. <laughs> um, in the course of the last four or five months of this year. And so, yeah, like I went from meeting someone, um, online in Germany, living in Virginia, moving to Texas and everything about me, everything about my perspective, my goals, um, me finishing school, realizing a whole lot of things professionally, um, just shifted. And I was so happy I got the opportunity to break everything down and share everything with you guys in the last episode. In this episode, I want to talk about perspective. I want to talk about how you see things. And I don't want to take this from the angle of just one, like, um, just like, uh, for instance, um, parental problems, right? Or relationships with your sibling, right? I've had so many people come to me and say, I don't talk to my sister no more. I don't talk to her no more. We used to be best friends, blah, 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 blah. But there is um, an interview. I had just finished with one of um, the interviewees on the podcast for next season. And um, they had a very interesting take on life. Um, they used Forrest Gump as a, as a reference. And they said, you know how in the Forrest Gump movie, when people asked him to do things, he just said, okay. And then he just went and did it. Um, how he lived in the present. And I kind of want to talk about that because that's not what I have been doing. I am a type A person to the core. I would have never identified myself as that before. All throughout PA school, I said, I am not type A. I am not type A. But it took me a moment to realize that I am in a not 100% type A, but I am definitely proactive. I am a planner. Um, I am not a procrastinator. And if I do something, I'm going to do it right. Um I hate doing things wrong. Um, I, I don't want to say that I have this idea of perfection. Like my my reality testing is sharp. I'm, I'm here. I'm with it. It's not skewed. But and knowing perfection is not possible. But 
being very hard on myself because I, I hold myself to a standard that's sometimes not achievable. Um, it's okay to push yourself. It's okay to know what you're made of. It's okay to know that you are capable of, but when do you take it too far to the point where is mental health detrimental? Like you're beating yourself up. It's not healthy. You have self-deprecation, blah, 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 and so forth. And so I want to talk about that because during my life, this idea of I always have to get it right or, um, you know, when I was younger, I would bring home like a D and my mom always used to say like D is for dummies. Like you don't make these in a way. I get what she was trying to do. She was trying to strengthen me and show me, Hey, we're not a dummy. We're more than we're better than this. Um, make better grades. And this is when I was in elementary school, but that kind of, I think that was kind of the start of me knowing like, that's not acceptable. And it's, I don't want to say it's not because there are plenty of people out there that probably made D's um, in school and still ended up being like a Steve Jobs. That's not what I'm trying to say. But um, for me, I think it just ingrained like this instilled this like this outlook on grades and the expectation of me to a whole nother level to where I thought of myself as that. So when I didn't live up to those expectations, it was not healthy for me. And I did not notice like I was that hard on myself or that uh, critical of of me um, until I moved to Virginia and I met my friend Randy. Hey, girl. Hey. And um, Randy was like, you are your biggest critic. Oh, my God. Do you listen like to how you talk to yourself or the things that you say about yourself? Um, and she was like, I don't get why you don't see what I see. You're, you're beautiful. You're smart. You've accomplished so many things to be so young. And, um, if you know anything about me, all of my friends are older. I just click with older people better or easier or whatever, but all of my friends are older. I just, I attract more mature people, not to say all young people are immature, but you get what I'm saying, right? Okay. Um, but she was just like, you just don't see what I see. And, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're just saying that because you're my friend. But since I've been in Texas and I talked a little bit about how like my thought process and all that has changed since I've been here, I've been doing some real self work. I got back into therapy. You guys know I was in therapy in Virginia. And so um, just looking at life from a different perspective, through a different lens, um, and I am a I am proud to say, yes, I was very, very, very critical on my of myself. And I feel like that was a part of my anxiety, to be honest. Um, you guys know I do psychiatry. Um, but you know that I'm also I also went through PA school to be trained in all of medicine, the basics of all of medicine. And so um, you know. That was the beginning of my anxiety. I actually started having anxiety attacks while I was in school. But I think what added to that stress and that anxiety was this idea of me being perfect. And every time I wasn't perfect, I beat myself up. Um, and I just wasn't seeing that, you know, give myself some grace. I never give myself grace. I never there. I just treated myself as nope. There's no grace for you. Like you messed this up. Um, how could you have done this? Blah blah. blah. Same thing for relationships. Um, 
And my therapist actually pointed this out to me. And I'm bringing this up. I'm, I'm sharing all of this stuff, not to put myself out on Front Street, which I am doing anyway, but trying to get you guys to think about and reflect on your own life and how you see things in your perspective as I'm talking. Are you thinking about some of the things I'm talking about? And you're like, hey, I do that too. I kind of do that too. Just trying to create awareness around this idea of perfection, around this idea of um, uh, perspectives and relationships, which I'm about to get to like, um, like, okay. If somebody lied, like we stopped being friends with somebody because they lied to us real simple, right? We don't like liars, but have you ever told a lie, even a little white lie? Like, have you ever told a lie to a friend or somebody to protect them. Same thing. A lie is a lie, right? No matter what the reason is. And so it's almost like we forget what we have done and we hold people to another standard like, hey, but they should not have done this to me. And I agree. They should not have lied to you, but you should not have lied to blah, blah, blah in this instant either. And it's so it's like we hold ourselves higher in certain situations. And whereas making, even if it's the same thing that we have done to somebody else is unforgivable forgivable. Um, and so like, it wasn't until like, I'm telling you guys, I did this interview with this guy and you, you are going to get so much from this interview. I can't wait till next season, but it just made me think about how I look at life. He's like, he, uh, sees so many people not enjoying life that he just didn't want to be the that person. And so he makes a conscious effort every day to be happy. And I'm thinking back over my life, how many times have I woke up and my perspective was, mm, I got to go to work today. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. But um, today's about to be a crappy day because I have 101 patients to see. I have um, five meetings. I have six recordings. Like I'm just going to be tired today. And guess what? All throughout the day, since I set the tone like that, that's exactly what I was. And I did not enjoy my day. And so how can we change our perspective overall, not just of ourselves, not just of relationships, but our perspective on life? I'll be the first to say that I have road rage. I don't like when people cut me off. I will beat my horn in a heartbeat and I am a mutt. So I'm from New Jersey, um, Livingston, New Jersey to be, I was born in Livingston, New Jersey, St. Barnabas. I grew up in Newark, New Jersey, the bricks, and then relocated to Florence, South Carolina, and then from South Carolina to Virginia, Virginia to Texas. And so I am a mutt, but I will never, like you can take the girl out the city, but you can't take the city out the girl. Same, man, same. Like, I will get on my horn and hold it. Um, I don't like when people cut me off. And so, um, but it wasn't, I'm telling you, this this interview changed everything for me. Um, and without giving too much away and consistently saying this, because I know it's probably starting to get annoying, but it, I got so much from it. And so, um one of the things that was said was, hey, like you're getting mad at somebody for cutting you off, but have you ever done that? And then it's like in that moment, we're not thinking about what we've done. We're thinking about whatever the person has done to us in that moment and how pissed we are, right? And so, um, or how upset we are, right? <laughs> and so um, just just having grace and just saying, oh yeah, this person cut me off and I'm upset about it, but how many times have I done this? 
and giving that person some grace. I think the hardest thing that I've ever had to do is not only come to terms and the realization that um, I'm not perfect, ha, right? Like, duh, I'm not perfect. But noticing that my idea of perfection, my perspective is skewed. And it was. I get mad at things that I have done to people. I get mad at things that aren't perfect, that probably will never be. I get mad at things when my perspective or my idea of what my life should be don't or isn't. And when it doesn't go my way, that, you know, the Lord didn't hear me when he didn't hear my prayer. I had a specific plan for how I wanted this to go and it didn't go that way at all or it didn't move at all. And I'm just like, same thing with coming to Texas for two years. I was praying. I have the Bible app on my phone. And during a period of time, I was actually typing like it was May of 2019. And I was typing my prayers in the Bible app about wanting to move to Texas and wanting another position, um, another job. And um, exactly one year from me texting or typing that in the Bible app, I was in Texas. How powerful is that? I wanted to leave in 2019. 2020, I became comfortable with the idea of staying in a place that I didn't want to be. And I became comfortable with what was comfortable at that time and looking at the bright side of things. And then in 2021, um, coming into this year, I decided not to have any plans. You know how everybody set goals for 2021 and you're going to lose weight. And then by February, everybody falls off and all the things. And I was just like, God, your will, but not mine. I said literally yes to God for the whole 365 days and look what God has done. Um, So I've decided not to put God's capability in a box not to have my outlook on what I think he can do and how he's going to do it and how I want it to go and the timeline I want it to go in, but rather the fact that God will do something spectacular in his own time, in his own way, and I'm just a, a piece of the puzzle in his very, very, very big family, a very, very, very big puzzle of, uh, of children. And I shall be obedient to what he wants and just surrender. And can I just say surrendering is the best thing I've ever done? Um, God has done so much for me. I remember when I was in PA school and I was dreaming about having the car that I have now. I remember being in Virginia and dreaming about being in Texas. I put this on my, um, on my, uh, what you call those things, the little boards you make when you go into the new, my vision board. I put a picture of a garage and a little house in Texas and boom, like I got it. You know, um, believing in God is real and not putting God in a box is real. Um, and not planning out your life piece by piece is real, but going through, um, through with God's plan instead, with his blueprint instead, because that was formed before you even touch foot on the earth. And so guys, I know I've been talking for a little bit. I'm not going to keep you, but I just wanted to come on here and talk about perspective and how important it is. And I know I might've been all over the place, but 
I literally am choosing to do these last three episodes in between the last, last episode of the year like this, because I feel like it's real. Um, not to say my other ones wasn't real, but the other ones were scripted. This and planned, and it had a format. This does not have a format, and this is usually not how I do things. But I think it's important just to be real for a minute, just to come on here and talk to you openly and like this without a script, without a plan, just whatever's on my mind. Um, and I do think that this is needed. And that at least if I helped or if I spoke to one person, that's all I care about. Know that I'm praying for you every day. Know that I care about you and I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Um, and I'm going to pray for us, but I'm not going to pray for us on air like I normally do. And I, last time I did pray for us, too. I just didn't mention it. Um, but I'm just going to close out and say thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to check out the show notes and I will touch back base with you guys next time. Bye, guys. you for tuning in to this week's episode of God Coffee and Resilience. You can also follow us on Instagram at God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. You can also follow the host, Reese, at The Resilient PA, and you can also check out our website at TheResilientPA.com. Take care, guys.